0: Nation, Hosanna in the highest, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Happy Palm Sunday to you and yours, and once again, we have the awesome privilege of coming to you live from our home, streaming into your home. We're honored that you've joined us for this special holiday uh, that's being celebrated around the world by all the faithful. I don't know if anybody could have told me a few years ago that there would come a day when the church would not be in the physical building on Palm Sunday. These are truly unique times, but we thank God for technology because we can leverage technology to get to you. And as we said a few weeks ago, the church has left the building. Hey, I'm joined by two very, very special people. First and foremost, my mocha princess, She is no stranger to you, Converge Nation, and uh, man, just honored to do life and ministry with you, uh, Pastor Wendy, and uh, we also have with us uh, our son in the faith, and we don't use those words lightly. Uh, Paul spoke of Timothy uh, in Philippians chapter two, and he called Timothy a true son in the Lord, and this is what he said concerning Timothy, I have no one like-minded who will genuinely care for your welfare. And and this is critical because Paul had many uh, 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 protégés. He had many mentees, uh, young men that he poured into, that he discipled, that he developed. But Timothy had this distinction and he said, man, if I'm going to send somebody to you, I'm going to send Timothy because I have no one in my circle who is like-minded, who will have a genuine concern for your welfare. And we're honored, man, that uh, we can call you our son in the faith and uh, our Timothy. Amen. Amen. But his name is not Timothy, though. His name is not (laughs) Timothy. Tell us his name, and, and well, let me, we know his name. For those of you who don't know, uh, this is Coquetzal Macafullo, and Koketso is our student ministries director uh, and with Converge students, does an absolutely phenomenal job. He is originally from uh, South Africa, and uh, how long have you been a part of the Converge uh,
1: family? Um, I've been a part of Converge Nation since uh, 2015, late 2015. Wow. Wow, time flies. Time flies. And uh, yeah,
0: yeah, man, we're honored to have you as part of our leadership team. Uh, he is affectionately called Mr. Mac. Mr. Mac. And, uh, and we have my wife uh, to thank for that. And uh, because he is a newlywed, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Mac uh, have been married how long? Two months. Two months. Two months. Amen, amen. How many weeks would that be? It just seems like if you say it in weeks, it seems like you've been married
1: longer. That would be what? Uh, that would be... Ten weeks, so just over two months. Just just over two months.
0: And uh, man, we're honored, and and we celebrate you and your beautiful wife, Colo, aka Mrs. Mac. And uh, we're honored that you're joining us today because uh, today's message is is uh, well, we're going to have an opportunity to revisit uh, the story of Palm Sunday, the narrative that we find in Mark chapter 11. And uh, and I think uh, you know, as I've examined the text, as as I've read the story. As it's recorded in Mark chapter 11, I keep coming to this idea, uh, this thought, this principle. Uh, um, I don't know if it's even a principle, but this this, this um, emotion, I think sometimes we all experience in our lives and that is disappointment. And so as we look to Mark 11, I think we'll have an, un- an opportunity to unpack disappointment and what that mm-hmm. looks like. Listen, I know that we're in the middle of COVID-19, the coronavirus, and I know that there's tr- a tremendous amount of anxiety uh, that people are grappling with, they're wrestling with in this season, uh, but we don't want the COVID-19 epidemic, the COVID-19 pandemic to be all-consuming. Right. Right. We, we want to make sure that in the midst of everything that's going on, we want to make sure that we, we remain relevant, uh, that we're communicating to people and ministering to them where we are. But we also want to make sure it is our responsibility as pastors, as ministry leaders, to communicate the whole counsel of God. So would you, Converge Nation, give us permission today to kind of uh, take a bit of a departure? from messages around courage and anxiety and do not be afraid. And, and let's dive into what it looks like as we unpack the anatomy of disappointment. Mm-hmm. Why don't we do this? Would you lead us in prayer yes. as we look to God's word in Jesus', name. Right. Jesus. name?
2: Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you again for an opportunity to join together around you, your word. Yes. Lord, we look to you and we say thank you that things are as well as they yes. are. Thank you, Father. Lord, as we always do every day, we pray for those who have been negatively impacted yes, by COVID nineteen. Yes. Yes. We pray for those who are grappling with uh, uh, financially, with uh, being furloughed or laid off or loss yes, of Lord. jobs. Yes. Lord, but with everything that is going on, Lord Jesus, we set aside these moments to look to you. So we welcome you into this space. Yes, we do. Whether we're here together in this room or through the the pathway of technology, Lord, we invite you in. We ask that you speak to us through your word right where we are. Make it a now word for every person in every situation and lord we just don't pray as adults we lift up all of the students who were planning graduations and spring breaks and all of those things who are really being impacted with a a a level of disappointment that none of us could understand so we lift up those seniors those teenagers lord right now and we pray that even in this you reveal yourself to them, you, that Lord. you show them Jeremiah 29, 11 is still yes. in effect for their lives, that Thank you Lord. know the plans you have of them, that they are good plans, plans to do them good, yes, not harm, to give them a hope and a future. Yes. Lord, yes. we commit all these things to you. Speak now through your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. And amen. Well, we're going to take this opportunity to dive into the Word this morning. We're going to approach the Word with reverence and tremendous humility and trust that the Holy Spirit, who is the Teacher, will give us insight mm-hmm. and revelation into His Word. Would you? Would you do us the honor of reading the text? And I may interrupt you, as is my custom. And in fact, before we look to the Word, please make sure that you grab. Um, uh, a wafer, a cracker, uh, maybe a pinch of bread. You may have some juice in your home, cranberry juice, apple juice, because we're going to celebrate the Lord's table together. It's one of our traditions at Converge Church uh, that the first Sunday of it- each mm-hmm. month we celebrate communion together. So this is a great opportunity uh, to grab those elements mm-hmm. and uh, so that at the end of this message, we can celebrate uh, communion together. And Amen. you can
2: grab anything. I had a, a good friend of mine told me a couple of weeks ago when we took communion that she grabbed some water right. and a piece of granola bar, Amen. and she made that her communion. So don't, if you don't have any crackers in the house or if you don't have any bread, just grab something, Amen. and we're gonna pray over those elements, and it will be sufficient.
0: Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. All right, let's look to the word together. Uh, Mark chapter 11, if you're following along, we also have our notes available on you version for those who, uh, those of you who follow us on the you Version Bible app. The notes are there as well for you to follow along. Mark chapter 11 and I believe you're reading from the New King James. New King James. Amen. Yes. Amen. Um, verse
2: one.
0: Yes. Okay.
2: Now when they drew near Jerusalem to Bethphage and Bethany, at the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples.
0: Let me let me just put that in context. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bethpage and Bethany were uh, sister cities. Uh, they were both suburbs of Jerusalem, which was the capital city. Mm-hmm. Uh, both cities were just east of Jerusalem. Uh, uh, Bethpage was a little bit closer than Bethany, but this story is unfolding uh, approximately two miles. Approximately two miles from the city center, which was Jerusalem. Uh, Jesus uh, is about to enter Jerusalem. Uh, This is a phase in his ministry. In fact, it is Passover week, and there are multitudes of pilgrims from around the nation of Israel, uh, and then also the faithful who live in Jerusalem who are preparing to celebrate Passover. Passover is about to happen in a few days. Jesus, knowing this is his final week on earth, this is sort of the culmination of his earthly ministry, Draws near to Jerusalem, and as the story unfolds, as the story unfolds, he's approximately two miles east of Jerusalem. Beth Page, uh, Bible historians and archaeologists tell us, uh, was a walled suburb of Jerusalem just east of the city. So, just to frame and put this in context, Jesus begins, or at least the narrative picks up, approximately two miles outside of Jerusalem
2: verse 2 And he said to them Go into the village opposite you And as soon as you enter it you will find a colt tied on which one has sat on which no one has sat mm. Loose it and bring it mm. And if anyone says to you Why are you doing this say The Lord is in need of it and immediately he will send it here
0: And I'm going to dive in again just to bring some context to those two verses Uh, Because this is significant, right? Because uh, this, uh, what we're seeing here is sort of a screenshot, all right? Let me put that in 2020 uh, language. This is sort of a screenshot uh, of the last week of Jesus' earthly ministry. Uh, uh, And it's also the fulfillment of a centuries-old prophecy. In fact, Zechariah chapter 9 and verse 9 prophesies that Jesus will come into Jerusalem riding on a colt. Uh, This is also significant because Jesus says, find a colt that has never been ridden before. Uh, this was important because uh, typically those sorts of animals were reserved for royalty. Uh, they were uh, reserved for men of renown. And uh, and so Jesus now is, for the first time, alluding to the fact uh, that he is a king of mm-hmm. another kingdom, Yes. okay, of another kingdom. These sorts of animals were also reserved, uh, again, uh, for different types of sacrifices because they were considered spotless without blemish or wrinkle. Uh, And again, there's another facet to this because Jesus is almost exerting his authority. In Roman culture, a Roman soldier could come and demand and commandeer an animal at any time. Mm -hmm. Jesus talks about this in Matthew where he says, uh, and if your enemy compels you to go one mile, go two, because under Roman law, you were required by law to carry the load of a Roman soldier one mile. But Jesus said that first mile is the law law. where you're doing what's required of you. The second mile, the extra mile, is grace. Because you're no longer doing what's required of you. It's no longer what you're being commanded to do. It becomes a choice. And so all of this is unfolding in these first few verses. There is fulfillment of prophecy as Jesus draws nigh to Jerusalem. Mm
2: -hmm. Verse 4. So they went their way and found the colt tied by the door outside on the street and they loosed it. But some of those who stood there said to them, "What are you doing, loosing the colt?" And they spoke to them just as Jesus had commanded. So they let them so they let them go. Then they brought the colt to Jesus and threw their clothes on it.
0: Come on somebody.
2: And he sat on it.
0: Hey guys, look, sorry for interrupting. Mm-hmm. But this is a a scene straight out the motherland, y'all. And I'm sure Coquetto can attest to it. And my wife can attest to it, too. Because you've been to Liberian weddings. You've been to Liberian parties. And check this out. When the guest of honor shows up, uh, it may be your birthday. You may be getting married, the bride, the groom. It is our tradition when a person of honor shows up, it might be a a, a notable politician, the women typically, because they wear uh, what we call a lapa, it's a wrap, they wear several layers, they typically take off that top layer of their wrap and they lay it down so that the guest of honor can walk on it, Mm -hmm. so that the guest of honor can dance on it. Listen, listen. This was a two-mile-long red carpet, Lapa-style, Liberian-style. And these people were celebrating, and Jesus rolled in on two miles of Lapa. Listen to me. (laughs) When we get down in the motherland, my wife knows, I don't know how y'all do it in South Africa. We go hard. That's exactly what's happening right here in this moment and, and there's there's a reason for their elation right mm-hmm. there's a reason that they are so excited and we're about to understand why that is
2: yes verse 8 and many spread their clothes on the road and the others cut down leafy branches from the trees and Hence spread Palm them on
0: Sunday mm-hmm. I'm sorry
2: and spread them on the road then those who went before and those who followed cried out saying Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Mm. Blessed is the kingdom of our father David that comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest.
0: And and let me just jump in there again and say that the word uh, Hosanna, uh, the transliteration of that word is please deliver or come save. And so they're already in their elation and their celebration and their jubilation They're also placing a demand, Mm. they're placing an expectation on Jesus to deliver Mm -hmm. and to redeem. Mm. And um, I think that expectation is communicated in verse 10. Notice verse 10. It says, blessed is the kingdom of our father David. Now, if you're following along in your notes, I have that uh, uh, passage, this song of celebration that the Israelites sang, uh, I have that highlighted in the NLT. And notice what they said. They said, blessings on the coming kingdom of our ancestor David. Mm -hmm. Listen, let me tell you what this party was really about. They were celebrating Jesus because what they saw in Jesus was a king after the order of David. Right. Mm-hmm. They saw in Jesus a king who would redeem them and rescue them, uh, set them free from the oppression of their Roman rulers. Now, if you've lived long enough, you know that there are times you could be doing the right thing for the wrong reason. Yes. Listen, listen, listen. Here's 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 what always. Uh, boggles my mind about this account. Uh, it's it simply this that this same city, in this same city, Jerusalem, the capital city, in a matter of a few days, the Israelites went from crying, Hosanna, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord to chanting. Only a few days later, the same people crucify him, crucify him, crucify him. I've always wondered, I've always wondered what changed between Palm Sunday, y'all, and Good Friday. Mm. This is where the anatomy of disappointment comes in because something major shifted mm-hmm. in the hearts and minds of these people toward Jesus. You see, the truth is, the Israelites had a different expectation of Jesus that was not consistent with his agenda. Mm-hmm. They were anticipating a Messiah who would deliver them from Roman oppression, but Jesus came to set humanity free from spiritual bondage. Mm -hmm. In fact, Jesus declared that at the beginning of his earthly ministry in Luke chapter 4 and verse 18, Mm -hmm. where he was handed the scroll of Isaiah and from Isaiah, he read, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to do X, Y, and Z. And here's the truth. Jesus came, and sometimes he was explicit about why he came and about his mandate and his mission. Sometimes he was implicit. Mm-hmm. But the truth is, if our filter is wrong, everything we hear is wrong. Mm-hmm. And so Jesus could say, I have come to set at liberty them that are captive, right. and the people could have heard it as Jesus said, oh! Well, he's here to liberate us, he's here to deliver us. Mm-hmm. And that was their expectation on Palm Sunday. Notice what verse 10 says, blessings on the coming kingdom of our ancestor David. They had no clue. They had no clue that Jesus was about to die the death of a, of a lowly criminal mm-hmm. on the cross. And I, I want us to really unpack this and talk about The power of disappointment, Mm. which is always rooted in unmet Mm. expectations. Listen, listen, if you and I aren't careful, if you and I aren't careful, we will reduce the purpose of God, Mm. all right? Or we will try, we will try to fit a God-sized assignment Mm -hmm. into our human agenda. Mm. Wow. That's what they tried to do with Jesus. Mm -hmm. Jesus had a divine assignment, Mm -hmm. but what they tried to do was fit that assignment into their agenda. And Mm -hmm. how many of us are guilty of it? How many of us have been guilty of it before Mm -hmm. where God is up to something? And we try to to downsize God's assignment Mm -hmm. to fit our agenda. Listen, God has promised that he will do it. What he has not promised is that he will do it your way. Did you hear that? Yes. <laughs> God said, I'm going to do it, baby. Yeah. But this is where the disappointment comes in. When God doesn't do it our way. Mm-hmm. And in those moments, when God chooses to do it another way, in a way that's different than what we planned and what we imagined and what we dreamed and what we scripted. If we're not careful, mm-hmm. disappointment will begin to set in. And our Palm Sunday assumptions will become our Good Friday disappointments. Wow. That's what we're gonna talk about it. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the reasons we brought Mr. Mack <laughs> is because Mr. and Mrs. Mack, man, have just recently walked through a season. Mm that really defines, I mean, it personifies, it puts flesh on this whole idea of what the anatomy of disappointment can and sometimes does look like. Mm. So bring us up to speed, man. Um, uh, tell us about what's been going on pre-Mr. Uh, yes. and Mrs. Matt.
1: <laughs> tell us about some of those events leading up to that. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I guess, you know, uh, as you said, it's, it's funny that you should say that because... Throughout as we were planning, so you know, we were planning to get married, you Mm -hmm. know, and we had this grand plan We prayed about it. Mm -hmm. We fasted we prayed and we were sure Mm -hmm. you know You think that you hear from the Saints around you and everything Mm -hmm. is confirmation confirmation So we were absolutely certain that Mm -hmm. God had made a way for us, right? Mm -hmm. And so we made every plan and we said, you know what? She would come in in December and when she comes in December, she's gonna spend six months here She'd come on a visitor's visa from South Africa. From South Africa, right? And so she spent six months here, would go through our premarital counseling mm. while she gets acclimated. And once she's acclimated, then we would, you know, get married. And then, because she was not allowed to stay here more than six months, mm. she would have to go home. We would go home together and then get a new visa for her that would allow her to stay here with me in the U.S.
0: And you guys didn't even think twice
1: about it because nope. she had been to the States before. She had been here. Earlier last year, right? Correct. In the summer, yeah. No issues? None whatsoever. Okay. Okay, and so everything makes sense. It, it's, the plan is going, everything is planned out. We have every T crossed, every I right. dotted. And then comes the day, you know, the 27th of December. Everything is planned. I'm ready, got the ring, everything's good to go. Wow, well, <laughs> wow,
2: On the 27th of December, she's flying in from South Africa. Right, wow.
1: Yeah, and so, you know, she gets to DFW, I'm ready, got my roses. Go all the way down there. I wait for her at the airport. I'm expecting her to pop out as usual. Because <laughs> we, we've gone through this word before. Right, We've right. gotten confirmation from God. Everything is good to go. Wow. And I wait the three hours. No show. Wow. Only to get a call from her. Mm. And she says, you're not going to be able to see me today. Wow. Mm. Wow. And I mean, mm. my heart sank. Yeah, yeah. And that's... That, that's where the disappointment started. It mm. didn't even end there. Mm. Now, she says, you're not going to be able to see me today. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, so what's wrong? Mm. You know, we can work through this. She says, oh, and they're saying they're going to cancel my visa. Wow. And they're going to bar me from coming back to the States for the next five years. Wow. So this is
2: immigration. Immigration. This is yeah. customs at the DFW and airport. At the
1: DFW airport. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean. And you're at the DFW outside. I'm outside. Having waited three hours. Wow. I'm expecting, you know what, sometimes these lines take long, sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. but we're here, we're waiting. Three hours later, she says, one, you're not going to be able to see me, and two, you may not be seeing me for another five years. Wow. Wow. And I tell you, ah, man. Yeah.
2: It makes me want to cry thinking about it, (laughs) because the whole time... We're texting, asking him, is she here yet? Is she here yet? Not just us. Our young adults at church, there are, I mean, we are waiting for this girl as if a baby is being born. (laughs) We are so excited. Everybody's on standby. So even hearing him talk about it, it brings tears Mm. to my eyes because I remember that day so clearly.
0: Yeah. So, 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 okay. So you get this (laughs) devastating news and everything Pastor Wendy said, I mean, spot on. I mean. We yep. probably had a Lapa procession ready from yeah, DMW yeah, airport yeah. All, all the way, way. to Frisco. <laughs> I mean, everybody
2: was excited that Kula was coming. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. I mean, I'm at the hair salon listening to this, and right. we shut down the hair salon to pray. To pray. Mm-hmm. I mean, I am just, and you know, I'm a Ray McGrath, full mm-hmm. of faith. Yeah. We had already been ready, and God did not say no. So, right. I mean, I am, as we say, sending up timber in the hair salon. I'm just <laughs> crying and praying, because yeah. we're going to pray her through. Cool. This is just a hold up, and things yeah. are going to work out. Yeah. However, comma.
1: Wow. They sent her back home. Wow. They so you didn't get to home. see her? I did not Aww. get to see her. How many phone calls? Or One phone me? call. One phone call. Wow. One phone call, and and then we're told, I'm not going to be able to see her, even though she has to spend the night in DFW. Wow. I'm not going to get to see her, and um, she's going to have to go back home the same day. Now, she's traveled almost, I think, 30 hours right. getting here. Now they're sending her immediately back on another 30-hour trip. Wow. No rest. What? Nothing. And so, I mean, to say I was disappointed or that we were disappointed mm. is a vast and drastic understatement. Wow. Yes. Devastated maybe. We, we were shattered. Yeah. And yeah. it wasn't
2: just a situation where they're saying, oh, we just don't want to let you in. No. There, is, there are hours and hours of interrogation. Yep. Wow. There are hours and hours of... Um, I wasn't there, so I'm not going to add any more adjectives to it. But there, <laughs> right. there is some stuff going on, yeah. and we're just thinking... And I'm not even involved in it. I'm just the mama figure praying, and I yeah. mean, we are just... Not as quite in a pickle as he was, Mm. but the, and then feeling the emotion wasn't just about the disappointment for her, but because of who you are to us, it was like, oh no, that's our baby. This cannot be happening to him. So there were layers of disappointment. Mm. She was only allowed one call. Mm. She's got family in South Africa waiting for you to call and And say, she's
1: here safe. Yeah. yeah,
2: and so there is all of this limbo going on. So we are in agony for you and for her, for yeah. her parents at home, mm. and it is just.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and I guess the the most disappointing part about that, as we're talking about this, is we were sure mm. that we had heard from the Lord. Mm. Yeah, we were on board. We were in His will. We were yeah. doing everything right, as far as we were concerned. Mm. We were gonna do every single thing the way that he had instructed us to do it. Mm -hmm. We prayed about it. He gave us peace. We were ready to go. Yeah, yeah. And then that sets in, and the first question is, well, why? Right. Mm -hmm. Did we not even hear from the Lord? Right. You know, and and, and the main thing there being that we expected it to happen the way we had planned. The way we had planned.
0: You know, as you're sharing this, I, I keep going back to John chapter 11. Uh, because Jesus has a dear friend who is deathly ill.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: His sister sends word to Jesus and says, Jesus, your friend Lazarus is sick. Right. At the point of death, would you come? Mm-hmm. And the scripture says, Jesus, loving Lazarus, waited. Was it three days or four days? I it forget was now. Two days. It was was two it days. two days? Uh-huh. I know somewhere in there it's a total of four days, and by the time he gets there, Lazarus is already in the tomb. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Mary says to, to or Mary or Martha says to Jesus um, she said Lord if you had been here mm-hmm. right listen to me if you had been here mm-hmm. your friend Lazarus would not have died listen this is what it looks like when we when we put God's uh, divine assignment and we try to fit it into our human agenda because yeah. here, here's the deal there's so much I could say about that I want to stay on the on, on topic this is a little bit of a rapid trail. <laughs> But listen, God's purpose uh, always trumps, and this is going to sound weird, God's purpose always trumps his promise. Mm. See, so what mm-hmm. do you mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There is a promise of healing. Mm-hmm. Right. That was available to Lazarus. Yes. That was available to that yes, family. Yes. Yeah. But God's purpose was so much greater than just a healing. Yeah. Wow. God's wow. purpose was not a healing for Lazarus. Hmm. It was a resurrection. Hmm. And so even though though things don't always unfold the way we want to, Mm -hmm. we have to lean on the fact that God has a plan and God has a purpose. Mm -hmm. And even though things don't unfold the way we plan it, Mm -hmm. God is still faithful to do what he promised to do because he never promised to do it our Mm -hmm. way. He promised that he would do it. So fast forward, you you go to, you know, you can't stay here.
1: No. <laughs> and, not see,
0: and not see your boo and not see bae five years. You're like, I, I, I'm going to do
1: something, right? Desperate situations require desperate, desperate measures. measures. Amen. So tell us what happens next. What happens next is, so I decide, and we pray about it, you know, we get the peace mm-hmm. to, to go home. Mm-hmm. And so I said, you know what, we're going to go home or I'll go home and we're going to get married mm-hmm. and... If God is in this, come on. Because now I'm not so sure anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if mm-hmm. God is in this, yeah, then we're gonna come back together one way or another, right? Mm-hmm. Now, there's a there's a there's a B side,
0: come on. someone I'm talking, I'm talking old school <laughs> yeah. for those of you who remember cassette tapes. Come on, <laughs> what about
2: the 45? <laughs> yeah, something 45
0: look. There's a B side to this story, <laughs> right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because the A side is we're gonna get Colo here, she's gonna be here for six months, we're gonna do premarital counseling, but the B side is you're going through your own process with your green card and yes. getting... You've got to tell them this. You've got to tell them oh, this, beast, I, <laughs> the flip side, because you're trying to bring Colo over, but yes. you've got some stuff that's pending as well. That, oh, yeah. So and God yeah. shows a
1: big. God shows a big, and he's been showing a big. Come on, somebody. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. So I get the B side there is I am going through an immigration process. I'm getting my green card ready. And so just Just as I'm planning to go home, so the decision has been made, I got the flight booked, everything is ready to go unpacked. Just as I'm getting ready to go home, I get a letter from the Department of uh, Homeland Security and they said, hey, we're looking at your application, now we need you to come take your fingerprints Mm. in order to get this thing going. And our lawyers, everything that I read, they tell you, you do not miss your fingerprinting appointment. Mm. You miss that, the application is gone. It's gone. Mm. And so... The fingerprinting appointment is about three days after I've planned to leave the country. So it's three <laughs> days after you're supposed to already be in South Africa. Yeah. Yes, sir. And so it's two options. One, postpone. And even if you do postpone, you cannot even choose your own date. Wow. You send a letter to D.C. and they'll send you a letter back telling you when you can come back. Wow. No guarantee of when that date is going to be. It could mm-hmm. be far in the future. It could still be while I'm still home. And I have no way of knowing mm-hmm. Now, okay, I'm going to interrupt you again.
0: Because even before you got to the letter, oh, even that- before you got to the letter from the Department of Homeland Security, they told you it was going to be
1: how long before you even got to the point where you could oh, do fingerprints. God. Yeah, so the 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 story there was that the wait um, was going to be three years. It was a three-year wait between when I sent in my paperwork to when they would even look at it because there was such a long, like, backlog.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then, in three weeks. Come on. In three weeks. Come on. I get a call from the lawyer says, it's time to go. They're ready for you. Come on, somebody. So send in the papers now. Listen, let me, lem- go. lem- I got, I keep interrupting. Don't <laughs> forgive me. Don't forgive me, Converge
0: Nation. Because we had just crossed over into a season where the Lord gave us a word. Mm. That he was bringing us into a season of accelerated manifestation. Amen. And on the heels of that word, mm. God started to do crazy things, man. Including, <laughs> including ac- accelerating something that should mm. have taken three years. And reducing it to three weeks. Three weeks. So that this miracle could happen for Coquetzal. And but Amen. look at
2: this too before you get started. Is our walk with the Lord? Mm. Look at okay. Here's the peak. Everybody's in agreement. Her family, we're his family. We're in agreement. We're gonna bring Colo here. Do her premarital counseling. Everything is gonna do go well. Mm. Peak Valley. She doesn't even get mm. in the country. Good,
0: good, good, good. She doesn't
2: get in the country, and he's gotta wait three years supposedly to get his paperwork mm. together. Mm. But peak it only takes 3 weeks. Come on, so he's in the clear, everything is good. Boom! Back in the valley. How mm. is all of this going to happen? Mm. The 3 weeks have come up when I'm already when he's already supposed to be in South, South Africa. Africa yeah. So this walk with the Lord. So now here good. he is. This ain't no jump change right here. <laughs> come on. He is from South Africa, but he is an engineer.
0: Yeah. He By is, the way, a Brown University Ivy League trained can y'all tell we're proud of our son?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Ivy yeah. lead
0: trained engineer. Sorry, baby. Yeah. Oh,
2: that's okay. And so, this walk, he's serving in the house of the Lord. Mm-hmm. You know what qualified him mm-hmm. to be our youth director? Is Because he served on the setup and teardown team, so true. he would come in like a ninja, real stealth. You wouldn't <laughs> see him, and he would leave like a ninja. It's come like on, so we saw him at church, where is he? He was just faithful, he just showed mm. up and did the hard thing. And when an opportunity came, he was so quiet, I was even a little scared. I was like, Okay. I'm going to need you to command the room. He is anointed. Mm. But that was the single qualifier. Just being in the shadows. Being consistent. So he's got seed in the ground. As Mm. we say in the church. Which Mm. means that he has uh, prepared. He's been faithful. So we're expecting. Because he has followed the 12 steps. To being a good Christian guy. Mm. That whatever he wants. It's just going to come. But now we are even on the sidelines. Seeing peaks. In valleys Mm, peaks and valleys Mm. peaks and valleys and we're in this we're praying Mm. with them we're fasting with them we're crying with them we're hoping and it makes you even kind of scratch your head like okay god what is going on and so i'll let him pick up but i want you i don't want you to miss it because it's a really good juicy story but in this life with christ we are not guaranteed everything to be smooth sailing. Mm -hmm. And I think where I've been caught up in my own walk is if I'm just good, if Mm -hmm. I just always do the right thing, there is somewhere, I don't even think anybody told me this, but I believed an untruth in my own heart that if I just Mm -hmm. am good enough, if I just make all the right choices, then everything good is going to happen to me. Nothing bad is going to happen. I'm not going to go through anything. And that Mm -hmm. has been, Um, a growth process for me. Because I've had to undo my way of thinking. I never found that promise in the Bible. I don't ever remember anybody telling me that. But I think a part of my my background is in elementary education. So, there is a part of me that is very elementary, kindergarten, school teacher. You follow the rules Mm -hmm. and good will come to you. You do your work, you get a sticker. Mm -hmm. You're quiet in line, you get extra time at recess. Mm -hmm. So, I have... Um, grappled in my own walk with this, okay, I do my part, you do your part. I do my part, it goes my way. And yeah. that isn't how this life with Jesus uh, turns out. Because just like you said with Lazarus, Mary and Martha wanted a healing. Yeah. But God wanted to reveal the magnificent power of himself so through a resurrection. Amen. No, it's
0: powerful. And, and and sometimes God chooses to take us the scenic route. Yep. Yes. Right. Yeah. He's still going to get us there. Uh, ultimately his word will prevail Mm -hmm. and that's why Romans 8 and 28 said and we know Mm -hmm. uh, that in all things right that all things Mm -hmm. work together for the good of them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose so let's fast forward right you go to South Africa and
2: no we got to go back to the fingerprinting what happened with the? oh
1: yeah so in in that regard so I just I woke up to a USCIS office no appointment A week early, I walk in and I was out in less than 10 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Come on somebody,
0: accelerated (laughs) manifestation. Listen, for those of us who are from another country, we have a deep appreciation for what he just said. (laughs) Yes. A deep, that doesn't happen. Right. But it happened for Koketsu. Three years to three weeks. Three weeks, he's supposed to be in South Africa. Three days after he's supposed to be in South Africa as his appointment, he walks in a week early and he's out in 10 minutes. Yeah, That's the kind of God we serve, amen? amen. amen. So you jump on a plane, you go to South Africa, what happens
1: next? Uh, yeah, so I, I, I'm i gonna try to fast forward through this this story, but we get home, um, we finally get married, uh, everything works out, and then we apply for our visas. And when we apply for the visas, they tell us, well, one, Because of everything that happened in December, they have to process his paperwork Mm. a lot longer. Mm. But two, they're not even able to find me in the system, so my processing is going to take a little while. And it could be anywhere from three weeks to six months.
2: Now, mind you, she's got a five-year ban. She's not even supposed to come to the U.S. She's been banned for five years. Now he gets to South Africa, and they can't even find him in the
1: system. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so we waited, we waited. And all of this is... (laughs) After you heard from God. Uh, oh. After you heard from God, <laughs>
0: you. Listen, it's almost like the disciples, they're minding their own business. Jesus gets, y'all get in this boat and mm-hmm. we're going to the other side.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: They had a word from the Lord. Mm-hmm. But as they're going to the other side, mm-hmm. this storm threatens the word they heard from mm-hmm. God. Yeah, yes, It, it threatens. And it, And it, 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 listen, listen. Anyway, go ahead. Tell your story. <laughs> I, I, let me leave that alone because I'm about to preach a whole other stuff. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah.
1: So, um, but we, we stayed faithful. Mm. That that was the key thing. And really, we trusted mm. that the word we heard was true. Mm. Wow. And although mm. we were deeply disappointed by what happened in December, mm. you know, I got to go home, first wow. and foremost. I wasn't in plan to go home until June. Mm. I got to go home, one. Two, I got my bride six months earlier. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Won't
2: he it? Won't he
1: will? Come on, girl. Won't he will? Oh. Wow. Wow. You smiling hard, man. Uh, not only that, but even the process of waiting. Yeah. We waited about a month mm-hmm. and then we got, a you know, an email from the embassy and they said, you are good to go. Wow. And we were able, finally, mm-hmm. finally able to come back to the U.S. and, so many things happened there, and I'd like to just sum it up in this way. Yeah. One, I, again, like I said, I did get my bride a lot earlier than I anticipated. <laughs> but two, even in the disappointment of what happened at the embassy, with them telling us this is going to take a long, long time, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got to spend time with my family, whom I usually only see for two weeks at a time. Wow. This time I got a whole month with a them. A whole month yes. with them. Yeah. And I also got to bring my bride home. Wow. And not on a temporary visa, but now she can stay here permanently with me for as long as I'm here. Fantastic. Yes. Uh, now, he didn't do it. our <laughs> <he, he, laughs>
0: Right. But he did but it he did. anyway. Yes. Listen, listen. Let me tell you why this is so powerful. Uh, God knows. Mm.
1: God, mm. listen. Come on,
0: come on. Let's just put this in the context of COVID-19 right. and mm-hmm. this global pandemic. Come right? on, come on. Go Imagine down. when she came in December, right? When she came to visit you in December. Yeah. What if, what am I trying to see? You know what I'm trying to say. Yes, yes, if she
2: would have come in December. In December. She would have been having to go back in June. Right. And so now with all of this lockdown, there could have been the risk of her having to go back early. Right. Or if she went back in June, what she if they would have never me. let her back into her the back country? In.
0: Yeah. Let her back, right. And so this whole time in the midst of the disappointment, Mm -hmm. the delay, the disruption, God knew exactly what he was doing. He knew exactly what he was doing. So let's life lesson this. You say, Pastor Ray, what does this have to do with Hosanna in the highest? Mm -hmm. What does this have to do with Mark chapter 11? Here it is. The anatomy of disappointment. Look, we only have a few minutes. We may need to pick this up next week, y'all. I'm not even sure if we haven't even scratched the surface, but I felt it was absolutely necessary for you guys to hear a real life story mm-hmm. of how, how sometimes uh, God uh, works through our disappointments and even through uh, the delays. Uh, but here it is, the anatomy of disappointment. Uh, assumptions become Expectations. Expectations become entitlements, entitlements become demands, and demands left unmet. Listen to me. Mm-hmm. Demands left unmet become disappointments, mm-hmm. uh, assumptions. What 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 are assumptions? Uh, uh, I looked this up, and I was it was sort of an unusual definition. Mm-hmm. But the word assumption it means to presume. It means to suppose, but listen to what it what else it said. It said it means to take wow. for granted.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: Assumptions always begin with the things that we take for granted. Mm-hmm. We think, oh, they should know that. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that's understood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody should know that. Mm-hmm. Everybody does that. And, and, and a lot of times we make decisions based on what we assume people mm-hmm. should know mm-hmm. or should do. Yeah. Because we take those things. For granted. Mm-hmm. Now, from that place of making these assumptions, mm-hmm. we now have expectations mm-hmm. of people. The problem with expectations is simply this. This is my rule of thumb. Don't expect it if it hasn't been communicated, mm-hmm. clearly articulated, mm-hmm. understood, and agreed to. Mm. Wow. That's wow. Four things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Communicated, that means somebody said something. Mm-hmm. Clearly articulated, that means I heard what you said, but what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Understood. Okay, what did you just hear me say? Mm-hmm. And here's the fourth one, agreed to. Yes. Yeah. Because a lot of times, you can be in a relationship with somebody, and you can hear what they're saying, and not necessarily agree to it. Mm.
2: And this doesn't even have to do with marriage necessarily. Not necessarily this a marriage. This can be in a work relationship, this yeah. can be in a friendship, this could be in family dynamics.
0: Absolutely. And so people said, but I told you that. No, well, I didn't agree to that. Yeah. Well, I thought you knew. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And so our assumptions become expectations. Mm-hmm. Now, the problem with those expectations is because we don't do those four things. Mm -hmm. And when those four things do not happen, when those four things do not happen, listen, our expectations are, first of all, unclear Mm -hmm. because they haven't been communicated. They haven't been clearly articulated. They haven't been understood and agreed to. So they are unclear. Here's the second thing that happens, right? Uh, They go unmet. Mm
2: -hmm. Because they're unclear.
0: Because they're unclear, right? Right. And one of the... and. Out of those unmet expectations, because they're not clearly communicated, people say, well, what you want is unrealistic. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And so we get caught in this expectations loop. Now, listen to this. Assumptions become expectations. Expectations become entitlements, right? Mm. Uh, I deserve this.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You owe me this. Right. And when we get into a place of entitlement, listen, mm-hmm. we start to make demands. Right. Mm. That's why you know people come. Jesus, people come to Jesus. And, uh, uh, in fact, that's what they're doing right here. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: They're placing this demand on Jesus Jose. to be something he's not. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. He's not supposed to be the king of the Jews in the terms that they understood or what mm-hmm. they desired. Right. Mm-hmm. They placed unhealthy demands on Jesus. In fact, even with the Pharisees, Jesus often said to them, "You demand a sign, but no sign will give, be given to you except what was given to Jonah." Mm-hmm. Mm. Jonah's generation. Are y'all with me? Yes. Converge Nation. And and so so our entitlements then become our demands. Listen to me. And what we believe we deserve, Mm. we demand. Right. Mm.
1: Yeah.
0: When you think you deserve something, Mm -hmm. you will demand it.
2: And the demand will come from either the object, the person that you're demanding it from, or you'll demand it from somebody else. Somebody else. You, I can see it even, you know, being married and when we're working um, with people or even seeing things online and on TV, people are like... Well, you don't do this for me. Well, I'm going mm-hmm. to go out and find somebody that will do exactly what I want. Mm-hmm. And then we're placing a demand on somebody else because we have it, this expectation right. that something is owed to us. And it's, so it doesn't just stop. We think, yeah. okay, well, you're not giving me what I want. So, okay, boom, I'm going to go and demand this from somebody else. Yeah. And then we think we can have that demand with God. With God. Well, with God. God, this didn't happen for me. So I'm going to stop serving God. Right. And and then I'm gonna serve myself, mm-hmm. I'm gonna serve yeah. my flesh, and I'm gonna demand that things work out my way, mm-hmm. and things don't still work out your way. Right. And then we're just in this abyss of disappointment and anger and resentment right. and regret. Yeah. And it one thing that we can see from your situation, God was with you the whole time.
1: Amen. The whole time. He was.
2: But being yeah. on the receiving end of phone calls and prayers and texts. It's like how is this happening? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How is this I mean, what is really going on? Right. And and so all oh, but we have to still we didn't draw away from God. We drew closer, closer. Yeah. to him. Okay? You didn't say no, you didn't say stop, you didn't say wait. So we are waiting to see what you're going to do and that Even though you didn't know what was going on and how it was going to work out, you know, guys know.
1: Yeah, right. Right. So
2: if he's not said no, stop, wait, it's like, okay, what are you doing? God is not interested in playing games with us. Mm -hmm. He was not playing a game in your situation, nor in the situation we find in our scripture. What God was is is always doing is getting our roots to go deeper in Him Mm -hmm. and. Elevating his sovereignty in our lives. So now that you know God as provider, way maker, Mm. it will be much easier to believe him for healer, uh, promise keeper, uh, uh, the enthroned one. But from December 27th Mm. all the way they married January 25th, Mm. it was just a walk by faith. And this thing wasn't easy. It wasn't just that he got on a flight to go to South Africa. It costs money Mm. to buy last-minute tickets Mm. to South Mm. Africa. It takes time to tell your boss, I'm going to be out of the country for three weeks. Mm. I know a part of that time you were having to work. There's an eight-hour difference between U.S. and South African time. Mm. So in the midst of his honeymoon... He's having to be up in the middle of the night. And <laughs> it, it was God interrupting the honeymoon.
1: Yes. He
2: was having to be online. Yeah. But the whole time, God was working so out for his yeah. good, so for good. you to be encouraged by this testimony yeah. that God will, that in the midst of your disappointment, He's still going to do it. This is such a good story. I'm going to throw it back to you.
0: Yeah. Because I
2: submit to you my king. Come on, baby. (laughs) But I can feel myself getting in there. I'm going to feel it back.
0: This is so good. And uh, listen, there's so much more we could say. Uh, So much more we could say. I think this is maybe today is the introduction Mm -hmm. of this thought, the anatomy of disappointment. We are going to do another message uh, on Good Friday. And then Easter Sunday as well. And that's where we're going to pick up.
2: And this is still faith over fear.
0: This is still over faith over the fear. The fear
2: of maybe it wasn't right. So one, during the midst of that, we it. had to... I told Pastor Ray, everybody not going to tell the same lie all at the same time. <laughs> so your parents can't be in agreement. Her parents mm. can't be in agreement. Your friends and family and church. everybody, church families from South Africa to to Texas can't all be in agreement. Mm. So that was, I mean, that's so childish, but that was the one thing that I could stand on while we were believing with you and for you is everybody not gonna tell the same lie all at the same time. Everybody, (laughs) somebody in the mix is gonna say, Mm.
0: Yeah. When That's you got across yeah.
2: continents that everybody is in agreement Come to se- and not just agreeing, I mean prayerfully considering, yeah. seeking. Before he left for South Africa, mm. he came and sat with us. He mm. told Pastor Ray, Pastor Ray, I want to sit down. And I'm all like, Yes, go get her. <laughs> <laughs> but Pastor Ray stance as a father was like, Wish your rush. Mm-hmm. Why do you want to go? to South Africa right now. And so we we talked through that. We we worked through that mm-hmm. just to hear and he had a God answer. But it wasn't for us to say whether he could go or not. He's a grown man, but he was doing all of the God things and even with all of the excitement, there still was a crucial conversation.
1: Yeah.
2: Even in seeking God. So it We're learning not to, when we're disappointed, not to run from God and throw up our fists and say, oh my goodness, there's a time in our life we had gone through such a terrible time. I actually told myself. Well, being a Christian must be like the lottery, mm. and I didn't get the good
0: numbers. Yeah, yeah. It
2: must be. Now, this is after I've been to Bible school. This mm. is after I've seen God move. That when trouble came knocking at the door, I thought, mm, maybe this thing doesn't really work out. I've lived long enough to 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 rededicate my life, to get it together. <laughs>
0: get it but
2: right. life will make you question. Yeah. It is the original question from Genesis. Did God really say? Isn't that yes. what the serpent said to mm. Adam and Eve? Mm. Surely God did. And I think we grapple with that in our humanity today, whether it's health or finances, job, marriage, friendships, careers. Did God really say? Yes. When we have the promise before us, we have the word, we believe, and then a storm comes, right. it starts rattling the foundation of what we believe. And our human nature, if we're not careful, well, maybe not you, but my human nature, Mm. if I'm not careful, I will fall back into that original thought process from Genesis. Did God really say? Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, so good. So good. And uh, man, there's so much, again, we could say, we could say, but we want to be mindful of time today. And. I think uh, it's necessary for us to pick up this conversation Mm -hmm. uh, in our next message. Again, we're going to share some thoughts with you on Good Friday, and we'll pick up uh, along these lines the anatomy of disappointment. Remember, uh, assumptions become expectations. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Expectations become entitlements, Mm -hmm. and entitlements become demands. Mm -hmm. You may be placing demands on people uh, right now. In fact, you may be placing demands on God that are unfounded. And I pray that as a result of what we've shared, that you would revisit the assumptions that you made Mm. and the expectations that you've placed on others. Because if we're not careful, the posture of our heart toward God could go from blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord and only a few days later crucify him that our hearts that were once so elated and so open Mm -hmm. and so willing and so loving and and so celebratory can Mm -hmm. become so hard in a matter of days simply because Mm -hmm. of unmet expectations that we turn on the very people that God has placed in our lives to help us. Mm -hmm. Or we turn on the very God who says, I'm here to rescue. So Mm -hmm. I just
2: wanted to, before you go on as you're wrapping up, if you find yourself in that place right now, where you are in the, the, the throes of Hosanna and mm-hmm. crucify of, mm-hmm. yes, God, you will do it. And what's really going on? If you find yourself there, mm-hmm. just right off the top of my head, here are two scriptures you can land on. John three sixteen mm-hmm. for God so loved Good. the world that he gave. God is Good. a giver. God so, and put yourself in that. God so loved me that he gave his son. Settle there. And then you go back to the Old Testament to Jeremiah 29, 11.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: We, we mentioned that scripture in our opening prayer that God's plan for me is good. If you yeah. read it from the message translation, Jeremiah 29, 11, it says that God has it all planned out. Mm-hmm. Plans not to abandon you. Mm-hmm but plans to give you the future you hope for. Mm. So if you find yourself like, I, I hear the word, I know what you're saying, mm. you know, that works for you people. If you find yourself there, go back to John three sixteen. Mm. go to Jeremiah 29, 11, you may have a different word. Find a word that fits, find a word, a scripture mm. that suits what you're going through. So that, you can stay with the hosanna good. with a healthy expectation that you never get to the disappointment to throw your hands up and say I just give up this thing doesn't work. So good. Land on a word from God's word that can quiet your spirit. Zephaniah 3:17. You can look that up. I don't want to take too much time. The Lord your God is in your midst, mighty to save, mighty to deliver. Mm-hmm. He rejoices over you with singing. He quiets you with
0: his love. So good. So good. And that's what God wants to do. In this season where you may be grappling with disappointment, he wants to quiet you and reassure you with his love. And that love was demonstrated 2,000 years ago when Jesus went to the cross. Uh, He paid the ultimate price. His body was broken and his blood was shed to deal and to heal every Uh, iota of disappointment every iota of uncertainty that you and i would ever face and and so the scripture says um uh and uh, um in fact let's do this just in case you didn't grab your wafer your cracker your pinch of bread we're going to pause right here so you can do that quickly and then we're going to come right back and have communion together In 1 Corinthians chapter 11, Paul writes that on the same night that Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread and he said, this is my body which is broken for you. And as often as you do this, you do this in remembrance of me. Father, we thank you for this symbol of the broken body of your son, our Lord Jesus. Jesus, we thank you that you loved us enough in spite of the disappointments, in spite of the entitlements that we've often had, in spite of the un Uh, realistic expectations we've placed on you, in spite of the demands we've made of you that didn't fit into your assignment. We tried to squeeze it into our agenda. In spite of all of that, you loved us enough to go to the cross. And for that, we are truly grateful this Palm Sunday. Uh, Lord, we bless you, and we ask you to bless this symbol, this emblem of your broken body. Thank you that it's blessed to our bodies and our lives to your service. In Jesus' name, and take now and eat. And the scripture says, On that same night that Jesus was betrayed, he also took the cup and said, This is my blood which is shed for you. And as often as you drink of this cup, you do so in remembrance of me. Lord, we thank you that 2,000 years ago you sealed your covenant with us. And we thank you that it is a covenant uh, with better promises. That your blood speaks of better things than the blood of Cain, Lord. So we thank you right now, the blood of Abel. We thank you right now, Lord, for this uh, cup that it's blessed to our lives and our lives to your service. We receive health and healing and strength even now. In Jesus' name, amen. Take now and drink. Amen. And amen. Converge Nation, we pray that you were blessed and encouraged by the word that we shared. We're going to be here again on Good Friday. We're going to pick up where we left off, the anatomy of disappointment. And once again, we'd like to thank you for your generosity, for undergirding and sustaining the work here at Converge Church. Uh, there's going to be a URL on the bottom of your screen, weareconverge.com slash give. You can give safely and securely there. And then also, if you'd like to text to give, you can text 77977, the words converge, give and the dollar amount, and you can give safely and securely that way. Once again, thank you for being our guest today and for celebrating Palm Sunday and communion with us. We love you. God bless you. And we'll see you soon.